Mike's Daily Podcast. Well, it's not quite Christmas yet, but it's getting so close. Hello, it's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. It's FFF episode uh, 1242, 1242, 42, the answer to the ultimate question. And today we're going to bring you the brewmaster, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the Benita. Mike's Daily Podcast. Mike, it's not duh, it's pronounced the. That's a fine article. Mike's Daily Podcast. Why, thank you. And I wanted to sing to you about yesterday I was walking my dog, Basil the Boxer, like I do every single day on the planet Earth. And we walked with Nick, and he's a nice guy. He's not a bad guy. He's a great guy, and he's got two dogs. Mike's Daily Podcast. Bell and Dixie. And I told him to listen to the show, so maybe he's listening today. New word. Did you learn the word? Mike's Fub. Daily Fub. Podcast. Fubbed. Yeah! It's a combination of the word phone and snub. When you are on your phone, even though you're with your family, like during Thanksgiving, your family was all sitting there, and instead you were on your phone looking at your phone, you fubbed them. You snubbed them, phone snubbed them, you fubbed them. All part of the displacement hypotheses. That we are with other people, yet we don't want to be... We displace our attention. I don't know why they call it the displacement hypothesis, but that's what they call it. And it's it's getting worse and worse. It's, it's been bad for years. I've talked about it on the podcast for years. Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld calls it the slow head down, where someone's got a phone in their hand and they're talking to you, and then all of a sudden they do the slow head down because they're looking at, oh, that's really interesting. I just got a, a text message from someone who's way more important than you, so I'm gonna engage with that instead of talk to you. And the thing is, here in Silicon Valley, you've got all these young 20-somethings that just popped out of the womb and they started coding, and, and, and they do not talk to you face-to-face. That's all with the phone. I know this. And oh yeah, there's Gen Xers and baby boomers doing the same thing. They got a hold of something shiny called a cell phone, a smartphone, and they don't want to engage you in human-to-human interaction. That's all what this is. It's all it's ever been. People more and more do not want to deal with each other. They want to remove themselves from the human race. But somebody walked in. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. Hi, how you doing? It's a disgruntled fiddle player. Tell you what. What? I think it's terrible, terrible that Trump is going to have to get rid of his company when he becomes president. Well, yeah, well, that's part of being American president. You, you can't have outside interests influencing you. But he built up that company all by himself, and now you're telling him that he has to get rid of it? That's just so uncool and such. Pretty the damned. Mm-hmm. Look who just walked in. Hello, Mike. I make the root beer. I'm the brewmaster. Oh, boy. Brewmaster, I could sure use some root beer. Okay, here you go. You just gave me a can of Diet Coke and a can of Fanta. Why? Because.
okay. <laughs> I don't make the root beer anymore. Brewmaster, no. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Brewmaster, no. Yeah. Well, uh, I would like to then say that's sad. And that I was at a party, a Christmas party I mentioned on the last show. Friday was two Chris company Christmas parties happened on the same day. Part of the benefit of working two jobs. And then at the second Christmas party, there at this company Christmas party, there was cans of soda. Presumably for the people that were underage at the party and also to mix with your drinks. And I noticed the cans. Are they selling cans that are smaller now? They look, at first glance, you're like, that's exactly the same as all the other, wait a minute. And then you hold it in your hand and you're like, this is like one of those tiny little V8 cans. How weird is this? It's gotten smaller, but it still looks tall. It's not like those little tiny cans they used to make in the 80s and 90s that were like half-sized cans. These are, they're, they're made to look like the real can. I'm done talking about cans. Look at the cans on that table. They're small. I have been touting Kaiser lately. I have had now four or five different appointments with Kaiser and they have been all pretty much positive. When I went to see my doctor, I got in right away. When I got my blood drawn, that happened really quick. I didn't even notice it happening. When I got my flu shot really quick, when I got my medical records, when I had to get that uh, done, you know, taken from my old doctor and brought to Kaiser, that was relatively quick. But yesterday was the bad day. Yesterday I had to get my tetanus shot, the D-tab, and I had an appointment for 9.30, and I get there 45 minutes, no, it was an hour later that I finally got to go in, but supposedly 45 minutes after 9.30. Oh, there's a phone call. Hello, who's this? Behave yourself. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, so I had no... I, well, they... And here's today's podcast picture. I will get to that in just a moment. Jesus, this show. It's so demanding. At uh, 45 minutes after I've been waiting, I had to go and take my sweater off. I was hot. So I had to go into the hall. I didn't want to take my sweater off in front of all the people waiting in the waiting room. Which, by the way, all the people that when I first got there that had been waiting in the waiting room, they all got to go in. And there were people even that had showed up after I'd been there that got to go in before me. So something was weird going on. So I'm still waiting. I go over to the receptionist who had a, had a big line the whole time. And I finally said to her, hey, why have I been waiting since 930? <sighs> and I had an appointment at 9.30. Why didn't I, haven't I just gone in? And she goes, oh, wait. They say they've been calling you. Um, no, I've been waiting here the whole time. No, they say they've been calling you. Uh, no. I stepped away for five seconds to take my sweater off. And I heard no one. So a little bit after that, the door opens. The stupid door. I had my eye on this door the whole time, watching it like a dog, like watchdog. And... Uh, the door would open, someone would say a name, someone would go in, 
the door would open again and I'm like, oh great, now someone's gonna come out and tell me, hey, uh, it, Michael Matthews. But no, it would just be a patient walking out. Oh, it's such a psych. It was messing with my mind. And a lady showed up and she was making some weird noise. It was a bizarre experience. So the door opens, the lady says my name after an hour had gone by. And I said, uh, wait, I have to use the bathroom. She was okay. So I ran over, used the bathroom, come back. And this lady, there's a young, two young ladies in their twenties. And they're like, Mr. Matthews. And I said, yeah. And they go, well, we called your name. And I said, okay, well, that's all right. And I sat down, they gave me the shot. Didn't even notice them giving me the shot. It was so quick. And after they gave me the shot, because I didn't want to do this before they gave me the shot, because I didn't, I, if I made them mad, they may have made it a little bit more of a painful experience, especially since Marco, who I worked with, told me that the tetanus shot needle is like this long. He was like, it's huge, this needle, and they jab it in your arm. And I was really nervous about that, but it's not, it's super quick. And the, uh, I said to the, after they had done it, I go, hey, you know, next time you're saying someone's name, maybe you should actually walk into the hall. Cause I was right there the whole time. I stepped away for maybe five seconds to take off my sweater. Well, we said your name really loud. In fact, everyone looked at us. No, no, I would have heard my name said. If you, that would be the first time my name was said and I didn't hear it. I, I you could say my name in a dog whistle and I would still hear it. I'm that. I'm just so, you know, you hear your name when you're growing up. Michael, you just, you, what you snap to attention. It just that has that Pavlovian effect. So they were lying. All I'm saying is the Kaiser girls were lying. It was a girl in her 20s and then she had this other girl with her that was training. They were super nice, but they were contradicting me. And I know they, they knew they were wrong. One of them, in fact, was trying to back up the other one. Yeah, I marked it down when she said your name. No, I was there the whole time. Kaiser has some interesting... For the most part, I've dealt with really great people, but that was weird. Just be careful when you're dealing with their injection department, which already has a... That's a that name is fraught with badness. Let's get to the, oh, the picture, the podcast picture today is of the wonderful Richmond Marina, where I had walked to after going to Point Isabel. And like I've said in past podcasts, I'm not that big a fan of a fan of Richmond anymore after I had this issue. Of, I went there a couple weeks ago and just the, the traffic and the people, I got this weird vibe. Now people go, yeah, Mike, well, that's Richmond. But I had good experiences with it. But that's a beautiful spot there, Point Richmond. And actually, you can kind of see the Richmond Marina. You can see the Rosie the Riveter factory is in that general vicinity. That's a nice area. I, I may go there. I'll wait till summer, though. People seem to be nicer during the summer. I guess November, they're not as nice. But you can see that picture now at mikesdailypodcast.com. There's so much to get to today. Um, we're going to do this segment called the This is Interesting. But before we get to that, I just want to mention this horrible Berlin um, t- terrorist attack. They're saying now that the person they have in custody is not the person that was responsible. The Berlin police chief said uh, today it was not clear if the Pakistani man arrested after a deadly truck rampage at a, Christ- a Christmas market was the driver of the vehicle. 
Berlin police said on Twitter that they were being vigilant as the suspect had denied involvement in the incident, which police have said was a deliberate attack. It was uh, killed 12 people by plowing a truck into a crowded Berlin Christmas market. Um, the man arrested uh, was an asylum seeker, the government said on Tuesday, as politicians in Germany and beyond demanded a crackdown on immigration. The truck smashed into a wooden into wooden huts serving mulled wine and sausages at the foot of Kaiser Wilhelm's Memorial Church, one of West Berlin's most famous landmarks. That's, this happened uh, yesterday evening. 48 people were injured, 18 severely. This story is unfolding as we speak. So, Angela Merkel, the chancellor, said, There is much we still do not know with sufficient certainty, but we must, as things stand now, assume it was a terrorist attack. I know it would be especially hard for all of us to bear if it was confirmed that the person who committed this act was someone who sought protection and asylum. Let's get to some more interesting news in the segment. This is interesting. Well, that was interesting, but this is less dark in some ways. This is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. It's pretty clear. You're the pop- it's- well, it's not as dark if you're a Trump fan because you like how the election turned out. And yeah, the Electoral College, nothing new happened yesterday. But in the days and weeks following Election Day, the sticky notes in the subway stations created a mosaic of the emotions, frustrations, and fears felt by Americans. This according to the Washington Post. Woke up this morning and still can't believe this world, one note read. As my heart cries, help me understand, another person wrote. Others wrote, never give up. And, oh, uh, there are post-its similar to this sitting attached to a sculpture that we have kind of close to the work that I'm at in Fremont. There's this big thing, I think, is it called Unity? It's these two rings popping up. That are probably about eh, like a story high. They're pretty tall and p- made of metal. And people had put posted similar to this. The nearly 50,000 sticky notes left behind in the subway stations in New York City became an international symbol of unity and expression. And then on Friday, more than five weeks after the project called Subway Therapy, the notes were taken down. A large selection of the sticky notes will be preserved by the New York Historical Society as a way of documenting New Yorkers' response to the historic election. This according to New York Governor Andrew M. Como. The notes will join a list of other artifacts the society has preserved from spontaneous moments of crisis or exhilaration, such as objects recovered from the September 11th attacks, items marking the celebrations following the legalization of same-sex marriage, and messages left behind at the Stonewall Inn during a vigil for victims of the Orlando nightclub shooting. Ephemeral items in particular created with spontaneity and emotion can become vivid historical documents said the president and CEO of the New York Historical Society. Subway therapy perfectly evokes this historical moment. With the sticky notes being taken down just a few days before the Electrical College was set to... uh, What did I call it? The Electrical College? Yes, they were taken down just before that happened, but 
That's it. You know, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. I don't know if they took them down from the Fremont sculpture yet. Next show, it's going to be Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. Hopefully you enjoyed the show and you weren't fubbing me. Fubbing. I don't know how you could fub a podcast when you're listening to the... I guess you could do other things on your smartphone as you're listening to this podcast, but... If you were, kudos to you. I'm gonna go now. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.